Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friends and co-hosts, Clint and Angie. Nailed it. And I am so glad <laughs> I nailed that intro. Yeah, right before Clint was saying, today's the day you're going to make your first mistake on the intro. And I was like, not today. Not today, Clint. <laughs> nailed it. All right, today we are talking about community. And um, why don't you guys jump right in? Okay. So <laughs> when I think of community, I think of a a mutually beneficial relationship with more than one other person. Um, so you can't have community with yourself. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's definitely not something that can happen uh, alone, which I think, you know, is pretty self-explanatory <laughs> and it's not also not something I think, I think it requires more than one other person. Mm. I think that's a relationship, but it's not necessarily community. Okay. Um, so it involves a, a, a more than two people. Um, and it's usually, at least in my experience, centered around a common interest. Mm -hmm. So, uh, even if we don't have anything else in common outside of that one interest, we have at least one thing in common. And so our relationship is centered around that thing usually. Yeah. I, I think of it as people who share life together. So, and Man, we were good with those succinct <laughs> Short definitions that get right to it. And it's not necessarily, I, I wouldn't say it's necessarily a group of people you share the whole of life exactly. with. It's a very, it, it, it's a compartmental mm. part of your life. Okay. Now there are communities, I guess, where like we're all Christians. And so we would say the church is, or should be a community where we share all of our life mm -hmm. together. Um, but there are other communities that we're a part of where maybe we don't allow all of ourselves to be, mm. to be known. Yeah. In those instances. And we can talk about what those are. So uh, I tend to think of it the other way because I'm a, um, I don't like to compartmentalize my life to me. Then you have to worry about spillover <laughs> and like it, nothing makes me more awkward than when like two worlds suddenly collide and I wasn't <laughs> yeah. prepared for it. No, I, I definitely understand that. So I don't like to compartmentalize my life in a way that means that I have to only share specific aspects of myself in these places. That's good. Um, so for me, community is wherever I show up with other people and we share life together and it might be surrounded around a specific area. I mean, my church people, but a, a lot of my church, church people are the same people that are, that are at my house trick-or-treating, you know, on, on heathens. Yeah. In other words. <laughs> um, good. You know, we, we have, we share life together. We raise kids and our kids and do sleepovers and, you know, so it's not like those are my church people so they can't see my private life. Right. right. Um, and, and I was trying to think if there's any other community, but when you work, I really like that. Um, the, a couple of days ago I was invited to go, uh, smoke cigars with a couple of work buddies and that's a community that mm -hmm. I consider, um, my job, my work, um, you know, I work in forensics and there is a tight knit community aspect there. And what I think, what I found interesting about that, that hangout session is very much like what you were saying. I wasn't necessarily compartmentalized because the things we talked about covered, a, it didn't, we didn't talk about forensics at all, right? We talked about life. Uh, we talked about uh, marriage. You know, we talked about these really deep 
thing. So I think for me, what I, what I have experienced in the communities that I'm a part of is that when I'm, when I'm a part of that true community, it, it lets, it allows me to let my guard down because I know that we're, there's something there that we're all there for, um, that sort of brings us together and, uh, other things can be discussed, but that as long as that main thing stays the main thing, I don't have to fear, uh, saying something like an off the wall comment and then them abandoning me because we have that central thing that we're all there a part of. And yeah, other things are going to filter through, but community allows me to let my guard down. Mm. I guess is what I'm trying to say to make a short story long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I think Angela's uh, experience with community is, is ideal in the sense that we, we shouldn't compartmentalize, I guess, especially as Christians, we should sort of bring that light into all of our communities that mm-hmm. we're a part of. Um, but if I'm honest, that doesn't happen. Like I do, I personally compartmentalize a lot. Oh, we're going to get honest now. Well, I got, yeah. I got some things to get off. Yeah. My, my uh, chest then. <laughs> and so, and, and this, this, I, I'm thinking of the two biggest communities I'm a part of. So mm-hmm. I'm a part of the church and I have a lot of bourbon friends, right? <laughs> friends who love bourbon. You're part of a Baptist church. Yeah, Southern Baptist yeah, church. Yeah, exactly. And so, <laughs> so the those two should never meet. <laughs> They're not or supposed to meet. Or maybe they yeah. should really meet. Yeah, well, and I, that's exactly how I feel about it. But uh, there's not a lot of overlap between conservative Southern Baptist church and uh, mixed bag bourbon aficionados. Uh, <laughs> And so, um, but a lot of times what ends up happening is if, if I'm in a church group, I'm not talking about my love of, mm. of bourbon. Well, it depends on if I'm there. Well, yeah, there are people, there are outliers, yeah. but, but by and large, you're not talking, I'm not talking about bourbon <laughs> when I'm in a, when I'm in community with my church people. Did you know you were an outlier, Zach? <laughs> yeah, he, I, I, I am I, uncomfortable with that, uh, with that word. No. I, I don't like being outlier. <laughs> well, you are. And then in the bourbon group. Not to say that there aren't people of faith, and there, but there aren't many conservative that's not Southern the, Baptists. Right, and that's not the thing that binds you all. Right, right. And so, I, if I'm honest, I mean, I have, I, there's, there's a subset of that group that I'm free to talk about faith and, right. and things with, um, but it's just not something that comes up a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I wish, and I think I'm the really only person who can affect that. Right, it, is I wish there were more blending mm-hmm. of that, and whether that means. Great Being pun, more open way. with my right, right. That was a <laughs> bourbon pun. <laughs> Blending. Um, I I wish I there I was more open about my faith uh, and how that impacts my life, and more consistent in displaying characteristics of one who has faith mm. in that group. And I wish I were more um, free to talk about my something that is really important to me. Right within the, in my church community. Yeah. Or more seeking, helping people understand why it's not taboo. Yeah. I guess you could say, or why it shouldn't be. Right. Yeah. I think uh, one thing I struggle with is whenever, so in every community, it's made up of people, right? And people, yeah, (laughs) I try to be, try to be so deep. (laughs) Communities are made of people. (laughs) Uh, So, like, people can be unkind, they can be uncharitable. 
They can, you know, they can just be mean and hateful. And <clears throat> when that happens, I, the last thing I want to do is keep going back to community. Uh, I want to isolate. I want to get away from. And so I think if, if, and look, that is my general disposition. If I'm honest, you know, that's why, that's what I meant when I said I got some things to get off. Cause I, I don't necessarily always like community. I don't always like being around other people um, because I can get hurt by them. You know, they can say something that, dude, someone said something to me yesterday that I have not let go. Uh, and it was in a, a community setting. It was in that work community. And I, it's one of those things where I have to, I have to be willing to uh, humble myself Um to pray for that person. And look, they it was a joke, right? It was it was said in a joking way. But, but you're a nine. <laughs> don't bring that up. <laughs> but uh yeah, like I it it bothers. And so the the thing I want to do right now is just isolate from everyone. Mm-hmm. And so I have to fight that urge for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Uh I would say the difficulty with community is that it does get messy when it's personal. Yeah. So when you stay, you know, with a bourbon crowd and the topic is always bourbon and it doesn't ever switch from bourbon, the most controversy you're going to get is which labels the best, right? Right. <laughs> but when you start talking about personal issues, you know, your convictions, the things that you, you know, don't waver from no matter who you're talking to, those things start to get complicated and can get very messy and people do end up hurting each other. Um, so, Community, while at its best, offers us home and mm. generosity and a shared life with memories of laughter and fun. At its worst, it can break our heart. Yeah. Um, so for me, the amount of love I've experienced in community, in authentic community, when, where I've been fully present as myself, sin and all, um, the love that I've experienced in those environments far outweighs the broken hearts I've experienced along the way as well. But it takes some onus on me to be able to say this one offhand comment. I, like, am I really going to allow that to uh, destroy a sense of community in my life? Cause the only thing it, it goes back to that line. I think we said early on, where uh, resentment is like drinking poison, hoping the other person dies. Mm-hmm. Like the only person suffering from uh, me isolating is me. The community at large is not going to suffer because I'm just going to be a jerk and not uh, practice forgiveness. Um, yeah. So, I, so I have to weigh those things. I think that's <clears throat> my takeaway and from thinking about community over the last couple of days since we decided to talk about it was as a Christian, I – and sometimes the light I bring into these other groups isn't an explicit gospel presentation, mm-hmm. right? It's living the a gospel. consistent ethic. Yeah. yeah, it's it's being the first to be forgiving, mm. being the first to bring peace to a to an otherwise uh, calamitous situation, mm-hmm. uh, uh, the, being the first to um, practice these these ethics, like you said, these these. Christ-like characteristics in a non-church setting. And so like an example of that I have is, is within this bourbon group, especially at towards the end of last year with the election and everything like that, there's a di- diversity of opinions, 
right? And so we started, we have a, a, a message thread app called Discord. I don't know if anybody's familiar with that, but uh, it's basically a message board. And we have different channels where we have conversations about different topics. And one of them we started was called Raucous Debate. <laughs> and it was basically where you could go to post anything about politics. And there were a couple times where we had really heated discussions about things that were happening in politics. And one thing that all, that impressed me is here are these people who aren't explicit about any sort of necessarily faith background they have. Certainly those things exist in this group. But the one thing we walk away walked away from those conversations with was we all still respect one another. We all still love one another in a, in a brotherly sense, um, despite any of the things that were said before this. Uh, we we uh, withheld from any sort of personal attack. And so my, my takeaway from that was if this group of with this diversity of thought and diversity of belief or, or no belief or whatever can do that, then why do we see so much division and angst and, and unwillingness, I guess, to, to be that way in, in the Christian community when it, when that exemplifies who we are. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, it, it encouraged me as someone who is a Christian to make sure that I'm more, um, like I am at the forefront of, of bringing those things in to whatever community, other community I'm in, whether that be work, whether it be bourbon under another hobby or in my church, you know, if I see division saying, you know what, let's, let's pump the brakes on that and realize that we're all brothers and sisters in Christ and start there and therefore make peace and be the, be charitable and so on and so forth. So that's, that's kind of what my takeaway was. Sounds like the church showed up at Bourbon Club after all. Yeah, exactly. And that and that's been the uh, a huge help to me, especially on this journey that I've been on the last the last year. I imagine that's something you've wrestled with. Yeah, it's it, well, I, I remember when I got offered the position at my job because I mean, not bourbon is not only a hobby; it's my job. Like I mm. sell beer, wine, and alcohol um, at, as a vocation. And I remember when I got that offer to do that for my work. The, I think the, Zach was one of the first people I texted, and I said, "Can I do this?" Like, am I allowed? I have no recollection. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I do because it affected me more <laughs> right, than it affected yeah, yeah. you. But, uh, and, and I think, I don't know exactly what you said, but we reasoned it out. I said, no way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but over the last year, especially as I've been kind of uh, rethinking my, my faith and what it means, um, that's one thing that I've grown to appreciate is that this diversity of opinion among people who claim Christ and realizing that if so, even if, some, if someone's not a Christian, it doesn't invalidate literally every opinion that they hold about anything. <laughs> right. I know. And I know I won't say I was that way, but I know people like that. Oh, we shouldn't even be listening to that person. They, mm -hmm. they have no good that they can give to the body of Christ because Bro, we've been friends a long time. You, you did say those things. I know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. I'm saying, yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. But I, but that, I recoil at that now because yeah, yeah, yeah. now I'm, I'm, I'm to me, the good things that those, that people who aren't Christians or are of a different stripe of Christianity than me, the things that they bring to the table are evidences to me now mm. of, of a, a God, a loving God. Yeah. A God who uh, loves each and every one of us. Yeah. The fact that unbelievers can be gracious is not um, uh, an apology against God. 
to mm. me, it's a defense that he that he's real. Yeah, right. Is that he that his in his common grace, he's made these things exist in people who who reject his lordship and reject his right sovereignty. So, would you say that um, the primary purpose, at least for Christians, uh, that community is what reveals God to us? It's oh, how we man. know God. Yeah, I would that agree. is deep. Yeah. Community I, uh, reveals God. That's a cool concept. Yeah, and that's one thing that kind of started this ball rolling for me um, a, a year or so ago was realizing that the Great Commission isn't um, about making converts mm-hmm. necessarily. It's That's part of it, but it's much more about relationships. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're not going to make a disciple of someone if you don't have a relationship with them first. You're not just going to walk in and, say a spell and all of a sudden boom. <laughs> It'd be like, tight. You know, yeah. Yeah. I wish it were that easy, right? <laughs> it's much more getting your hands dirty than mm-hmm. that, right? And so uh that's what I've and and so one thing I like to say is relationships are greater than soapboxes. Mm. So people don't need me to get on top of a table and yell at them a message. They they're much more likely to hear me if they're in community. Well, let me. me know if you do that. I want to be there and video it. It'll never happen. <laughs> never happen. What Unless think- there's bourbon involved. <laughs> if there's bourbon involved, it's likely to happen, actually. What I think is so cool about this podcast is, much like what you were talking about, how there were there were people that I would have written off not that long ago, and Angie being one of them. Um, I, you know, I just think it's so cool that we have community with you now. And, uh, like, just through the few podcasts that we've done together, I look at you as a very devout person, uh, more so than I, and um, would have never been able to experience that had we not had conversations. And so I like the idea that community reveals God. It not only reveals God in a global sense, but community has revealed God in you that makes sense. It does. Thank you for saying that. Um, and, I, and I would say that this experience has been an eye-opening one for me too. And, and this has been a new experience of community for me in going to a Southern Baptist church <laughs> to record a podcast to an audience the who is not, who's <laughs> just not used to like even hearing a woman pastor right. and for, and to know that people listen and theologically disagree with my call as a pastor and that, they would still be willing to listen. I think that's pretty amazing. Yeah. I've been able to stop using air quotes when I say woman pastor. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Uh, <laughs> that's a, uh, I think that's a good place to end. And man, we want to experience community today because it reveals God. It reveals God in a global sense, but it also reveals God in us. And until next time, may the Lord make us a channel for his peace. <laughs>